Yo, 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 we are back. Episode, I believe, 50 of the Not The Same Podcast Bible Study, man. We are back. Glad to be back with you guys. Yeah, man. Yeah. First of all, man, brother, what is good with you, man? How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Feeling blessed to the highest blessedivity. I got a nap in today. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Uh, unfortunately for me, no. I ain't had one, but it's all good because when this is over, Jesus, when it's over, <laughs> night, night, one word. <laughs> right, right, right. That boy going to be singing the storm is over. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, man, we are glad to be back with you with another Not the Same Podcast Bible study where we are studying on you are meant to be free. You are meant to be free. This is part two where we'll be wrapping up this Bible study, uh, preferably uh, everybody be able to join us and get in and enjoy this, man. But hey. Listen, we are grateful, man. We're going we gonna to let him, let him do what he want to do. But before we do all that, man, if you're watching us on YouTube specifically, as well as Facebook and Twitter, but on YouTube specifically with your specific face, <laughs> go ahead and do what you see on the screen right quick and hit that, number one, hit that like button. And after you like, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And while you subscribing, go ahead and hit that notification notification bell so you know when we are live on the Not The Same Podcast Bible Study and uh sports show and uh music and faith show and uh any other thing that we be doing you know what i'm saying yeah no doubt and not all of them but we still want to give love to our rebroadcasters man starting with our mtmv <gasps> fam we are officially on the page of our mtmv fam um yep. live show Salute tv take take um take over radio praise 360 um five radio parable radio ryc praise yep. news his hop for um podcast and radio network and the 520 collective we want to thank all of them for being rebroadcasters of one of of the outlets of not the same podcast be it the bible study sports or our faith and music show like c said and even if you're watching on facebook do us yeah. a favor and still jump over to youtube you don't have to watch the whole show on youtube but just hit that like button so we can get the yeah. algorithms up yes it's very important for the algorithm we're not just begging for likes we don't want that we just want other people to hear this good word and the good gospel and some of the things that we're doing for jesus not for us Although we may benefit for a way. That's how I work with Jesus. You know what I'm saying? You do something for him, but he take care of you. It just is it's like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like that for the dude. Like Rob that's said, the way it you, is. It's just the I'm way so it like is. It. It's like that. You know what I mean? But uh, that's the way the, the Lord works, man. But anyway, yeah. man, let's go and get into the word, man. We'll do a quick recap of what we went through the last time we were together. And we started with the meaning of the Oxford definition of free. Mr. Right. Davis, go uh, ahead. Rita. Yes, costing nothing. This is the Oxford definition of free. Costing nothing, not under the control of the power of somebody else, able mm -hmm. to do what you want, not mm -hmm. a prisoner or a slave. And as we started last time, uh, the whole where we're coming from was saying you are meant to be free, that you are not meant to be bound by anything or dominated by anything. One of the first things God gave us in the in the Genesis chapters, we read that not too long ago, a couple of Bible studies ago, is like, okay, he gave you dominion over everything over the earth, and then he gave you the ability to recreate, procreate, and sex. And most men all looked in the back and said, yay! <laughs> you right. know what I mean? But it's two of, the, two of the first things he gave mankind. But, you know, dominion over earth. In other words, you should not be dominated or bound by anything because when Jesus died on the cross and rose up on the third day, your freeness came with that. He came up and broke the chains of hell and set everything free. He broke the chains of being uh, sick. You know, uh, uh, he gave you healing. He gave you deliverance. He gave you freedom. He made you free of everything when Jesus died and rose on the cross. But with that, although you have the ability ability to be free, you have to access it. Just like if somebody gave you $5,000 and set it on the table, you have $5,000. But it ain't into your possession till you do what? Pick it up and grab it, right? So Jesus died, placed this stuff right in front of you, but you got to access these things. If you don't access them, sometimes, most times, it's just not going to come over you and run over you and take you over. You just got to pick it up, fam. And you right. pick it up through through faith. Go ahead, bro. 
No, just um, exactly what you're saying, access. You have to, there's action behind it. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, it takes action to be free. You have to choose to, you know, walk through the door, even though the door may be open. Go. Yeah, man. All right. Next, we're going to the biblical definition of free. All right. The ability of a person or group to be and do what they want instead of being controlled by another. Another example we gave on the last Bible study is like if you had a, a molestation situation or whatever where someone dominated you when you were unable to fight back or, you know, like a lot of lot of in the black community, it happens to either men or women, little boys mm-hmm. or little girls, older uncle, uh, play uncle or somebody come over there late night drunk and he just get frisky. And he mess around and, and do something that's wrong and take someone's innocence. And a lot of times as children, you don't want to get them in trouble or you don't want to feel like you're in trouble because you don't understand what's happening. And all of a sudden you don't say nothing. Right. And then you become adult and you still being dominated by that wrong thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And God wants you free, even from that. You know what I mean? Because you be like, look, you got to understand somebody took my innocence. OK, but there's freedom from that. In yeah. Jesus. But I'm using that for example. You're not supposed to be dominated or controlled by anything other than the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit also gives you free will and free choice where you can reject him, too. You know, and yeah. he also could reject you and send your butt to hell. But that's for another Bible study. <laughs> right. I think that's right, big we, what you. No, I'm yeah, sorry. Ahead, what you just I think it's real big what you're saying. You can choose because God will say you're free and then we choose to be in bondage. And that happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. And then God gets the blame. For, for something wrong, we chose. Some, yeah, for something we chose or even if something happens and t- your innocence is taken and he's like, mm-hmm. OK, you can be healed. We're choosing to hold on to the pain because we're, right. we're using that as a now I won't say a badge of honor, but we right. kind of hold on to it like this is my this is my scar. This is my pain. Right. This is my right. my story. And it yeah. becomes bigger than God's freedom. And a lot of times, man, people let that shape them. You know, that their personality is based off that hurt. You know what I'm saying? The way yeah. they respond to people is based off that hurt. The way that they, okay, I, I became this great success because that, that hurt happened to me. And li- listen, that can happen because the hurt happened to you. But after that, after you got through being hurt, you need to be healed. God wants you healed and set free. And some of the things we got into to help you with that, we went to uh, things that keep you from being free. And we had three uh, bullet points here, fear, unforgiveness, and living in sin. The scriptures we went to for fear was Deuteronomy 31 and 6 and Psalms 55 and 22. As a short wrap-up, uh, fear uh, is, you know, you heard this acronym before. I used to hear this all the time growing up, false evidence appearing real. But it's a very good acronym because a lot of times you fear, you're fearful of something that's not true. If you relate this to like a scary movie, you know what I'm saying? Like I just recently watched half of the little uh, Megan movie. I thought it was goofy, right? But at the wrong time, I was watching it and the Holy, Holy Spirit told me to cut that off. I'm like, man, this ain't even scary. Then I had a choice, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you never know what things are planned or put planting seeds in your mind to create fear. Although it's it's a fictitious thing that's not even real, right? You can cause it could cause you fear and could cause you harm, and then and then it can ultimately end up in dread, where you dreadful. It's like man, you hate any dog you see. <laughs> you know everything yeah, is yeah. Caroline spinning head around and Chucky. But you know, or you can listen to the Holy Ghost when you say, "Cut that off right now." And it don't may not mean forever. It may mean today. Cut that off. Try again tomorrow or whatever like that. Also, yeah. we got into unforgiveness, and we went to Mark eleven twenty five, and then that's um, I didn't change this, but it's Matthew six, uh, six fourteen through fifteen, and then Matthew eighteen twenty one through thirty thirty five. And unforgiveness is also is like a, it's almost like putting an anchor on your leg, and you trying to swim to the top of the sea. Yep. You know what yep. I'm saying? You can't go no higher because you got unforgiveness holding you down. Whoever you know, for example, if you had this. Uh, weird tragedy or something that happened to you as a young person and you never forgave that person like that person may been have they may have repented got set free and maybe helping other people get delivered and you being held bound because you ain't forgave them you know what i mean yeah. although it was wrong although you think they deserve hell and they deserve punishment at the end of the day everybody deserved god's grace although although you may think they deserve hell and they may have done something totally wrong it's uh, it's you Asking for forgiveness for somebody else or you forgiving somebody else is for you. It's not so much about them. It's about you so you can be free. As we read in one of those scriptures where it said, you know, God, uh, if you don't forgive them, God won't forgive you. You know what I mean? I believe that was in Mark. 
And then the last thing we, the last uh, tent pole or the last thing we got to was living in sin. And we went to Romans 6, 23, uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 6, 18 through 20. Hebrew, I don't know why that sounded like that, but Hebrews 10, 26. And then lastly, John 8, 31 through 36. I don't know why it just came out like that. And living in sin, like when we talked about that the last time, we already was just like, you know what? Uh-oh, because a lot of people don't like to talk about sin. But as believers, we have to deal with that. And we encourage you to always repent for sins known and unknown. Unknown, You know, yeah. because you can unknowingly sin against God. You can unknowingly, uh, you know, you may line up with someone who's sinning against God. And you lining up and get with them cause you to get in trouble. You know, so that's why it's always good, one, to repent literally every day. Always repent. And re if you got to do it twice, three times a day, go on and do it. Because you know, you don't know the day or hour one when Jesus is coming back. And number two, you don't know the day or hour when it's your last minute on earth. And you don't want to get caught unrepentant. <laughs> you know, and you think you're getting a flight north and you end up getting a flight uh, down way so south than Destin. You know, yeah, I couldn't think yeah. of nothing else. But Columbia or something like that. So that's where we went to all through the first uh, session of Bible study. Where we'll be going to tonight is things that help you be free. Number one is Jesus. Number two is faith. Number four, I mean, yeah, number two is faith. Number three is forgiveness. Number four is being quick to repent, kind of what we were just talking about. And the last one is worship. Y'all be uh, be patient with us because we're going to try to get through all these today. I'm not going to try to rush, but I do want to get through everything. Go ahead, bro, before we get started. No, I mean, good topics. I'm looking forward to it. You know, um, it's always live. Y'all get it when I I get it when y'all get it. You dig what I'm saying? Anytime you see these Bible studies and I'm presenting, C gets it when y'all get it. We're aware of the scriptures, but we just let the Holy Spirit have his way. And um, yeah. All right. Um, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you yes, tonight, Lord. Lord God. I ask that you would touch Chris as he gets ready to teach. I ask that you would give him the words to speak, give myself the words to speak, open up our hearts, our ears, Heavenly Father, so that we may hear from you clearly and that it takes deep root and produce right fruit, Lord God, so that we may yes, help Lord. those who are watching live yes, and those who will hear this later. In Jesus' mighty and precious name, amen. Amen. All right. We are going to John 8, 36. And the first topic of, of the things to help you to be free are the only the main thing to get you <laughs> to get you free is Jesus. John 8, 36. Rita, here we go. So if the sun sets you free, you really will be free. Period. That's point it. blank. Period. Oh, okay. If the That's sun it. sets you free, you are truly free. Indeed. That's other scriptures, the more traditional yeah. scripture when you hear that. But if Jesus have set you free and this is important to know. When you feel bound, remember, Jesus has set you free. Hold on to that, right? And when you mess up and you make mistakes, repent, get out of sin, and hold on to the freedom. Jesus set you free. He died so you'll be free without uh, cause, without uh, uh, condemnation. Yeah, without no condemnation, nothing like that, man. Know that you are free and know you are a free vessel in Jesus. Before we go to Romans 8 and 2, you got anything, bro? No, I mean, it's, it's the bottom line. Even when you don't feel free, you're free. I mean, that's it's self-explanatory, but it, it can be so hard at times. It can be so hard, so hard in real life, man. It can be so hard. All right, Romans 8 and 2. Let's go, brother. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin, of death. Sin and, and of, of death. death. I'm sorry. So I'm going to reread -re -re that again. Go ahead, bro. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law hold on, of hold sin. On, pause, bro. Of pause, pause. I'm not looking at this right. Go to one, say one and two. It's important to say both of these. All right. Therefore, there is no condemnation at all for those who are in Christ Jesus. Yes, for sir. the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and of death. That's right. So th this is reiterating again. The one way and the main way. Jesus is the main line. Get him on the main line. The right. main way for you to ever be free is through Jesus. Right. But when you are in Jesus, if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is so paramount to remember. There is now no condemnation at all for those who are in Christ Jesus, for those who are at all. Remember that. And the reason I'm stressing on that is because of this. The devil will tell you you are condemned. The devil will tell you you're going to hell. The devil will tell you you are a sinner. You are a sinner. There's a lot of people to be saying, man, I'm just a sinner. No, I'm not a sinner no more. No, now, I may no. sin, but I ain't a sinner right. no more. I moved over from sin to being free. <laughs> you dig what right, I'm saying? Right. For the law, the, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ, Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. So law is like 
rules. You know, if you speed, you get a ticket or whatever. You are free from laws. Now, don't go speeding. That's not what I'm talking about. But you're free from those laws of the Old Testament where, man, if you didn't do uh, five sprinkles of a goat and all that, you're going to be condemned and you ain't going to be forgiven. No, there was one sacrifice made, one final sacrifice that Jesus made for us that we ain't got to make it no more. All you got to do is repent. That's the great thing. Go ahead, bro. Um, you said something earlier when you was looking for the word condemnation. And um, yeah. even the title says deliverance for bondage. So if you're struggling with something and you're praying, Lord, you know, take this from me. Lord, I need help in this. Lord, whatever the case may be, yeah. you're delivered. If you are born again and you have accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you're yeah. no longer in bondage. If you're pressing and you're moving forward again, like he said, we're not sinners, but we do sin. And yes. there's a big there's a big difference. Like when you're in habitual sin, where you make a life, a practice of ongoing sin with no type of repentance, mm -hmm. then that's where condemnation comes in, because then you got to check your heart with God. But if you're sinning and you, you sin or you fail, but you've repented, you're not in bondage. That's called conviction. Yeah. The devil brings condemnation and you're not in yeah. bondage. You're set free. All right, the next topic we'll be getting to is faith. We'll be going to Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. As we go there. Eight right. through 9, Rita. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not as a result of work, so that you... So that no one may boast mm -hmm. for we are his craftsmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works with God prepared, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. All right. So I, I thought it was important to go to this scripture first, because faith is a, a action word a lot of times. But you have to recognize when it comes to salvation, your faith don't mean a whole lot. Only in this sense, you just are consenting to God coming to you when God come to you. In other words, if you when you get saved, the Holy Spirit is dealing with you already. The Holy Spirit is reaching out to you. He's reaching out and he's like, hey, you want to join this team? Yep. That's mm -hmm. all it means. So you don't want to boast like, man, I found God and I did all this. And, you know, I had no, 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 no. You have no control over that in this sense when it comes to that type of faith. But it's very important to understand that faith is paramount to not being bound. If you have a lack of faith. Even in the sense of if you refuse to believe, if God, somebody presents the gospel to you and you refuse it, then that's on you because it's right. been presented. It's just like if I walk up to Rob and I give him a hundred dollar bill, I say, hey, man, the Lord told me to give you this. He'd be like, nah, man, I'm good. You know, I'm too blessed. And I'm like, but I'm giving you this a hundred dollars. Nah, I'm good. Well, that's on you. It ain't on me. I present right. it. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, Boy, bro. Um, I think the biggest thing that people have to understand that um, this is not of yourselves. It's a gift from God. So That's a lot right. of times where the bondage come in at where you um when you meant to be free, stop thinking what you not not feeling like you're worthy. No, you're not. But it's not because of you. It's a gift from God who yeah, says that you were worth it. You dig what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. you, you got to you got to accept that. And um, it's for it. Yeah, I just I think that's very important for folks to stop looking in the mirror and saying, why me? Why not? You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. And your yeah. faith has nothing to do with works, you know, no. like about no. uh, grace through faith is not a result of works, so that no man can boast. This is talking about right. salvation in particular right here. All right. Next, we'll be going to Ephesians 6, 10 through 16. Give me a second while I go there. It would be nice if I could just, you know what, brother? I'm going to do it this way. So we show them everything else, brother. Mean, <laughs> they know it's live. They know what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Right, Ephesians 6, uh, 10 through 16. There we go. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Finally, be, <laughs> finally be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For yeah. our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world for, forces of his darkness, against spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist on the evil day. So you'll be able to resist on the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. I'll let you scroll a little bit. 
All right. Stand firm, therefore, having belted your waist with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having strapped on your feet the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet. Yeah. Yeah. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So another way for you to be free, stay free is having on this. This is the full armor of God, keeping the keeping the word in you, keeping faith in you, keeping the uh, breastplate of righteousness on you. Righteousness is right standing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, keeping the helmet of salvation, the sword. The hel Ain't that crazy? The helmet of salvation, the very top of you is the importance of being saved. <laughs> that's the best thing that's going to protect your head is being saved. And then the sword of the spirit, knowing the word. That's another way to keep you from being bound keeping yeah. this on you you know what i'm saying all the time yeah. recognizing what you have and what you need to keep around you at every moment go ahead brother no and i, I mean another important thing of course is the shield of faith like you got to understand this yeah, like man. those um flaming arrows and those flaming arrows can come in so many ways you know um trials and tribulations on a daily basis and you have to have you can't give you can't grow weary in your well-doing and i'll say that again don't grow weary in your well-doing stand firm right. like the, like this says you know what i mean Absolutely. All right. Lastly, for faith, we'll be going to Ephesians 3 and 12. We're going to do just like last time. I'm sorry. <laughs> help us out. Boy, found the cheat code. Found the cheat code. <laughs> been struggling. All right. Nothing wrong with it, brother. The cheat code, that is. Right. I don't want y'all here struggling. Right, right, right. <laughs> struggling for Jesus. All right, go ahead, what's, what's the scripture? <laughs> Three and twelve, man. All right, and whom we have boldness and confident access through faith in Him. That's right. So, uh, yeah, I'll just stop right there. That's fine. The thing is, you can have boldness to, it, to, to that you you can have boldness and be confident because you have access of faith through faith in Him. Other words, when you down, don't be discouraged and being like, okay, I'm bound and I can't even ask God. I'm, I'm too ashamed. You know, a lot of people say that I don't want to bother him, you know, and you know, God's not concerned about me. He got to deal with bigger stuff. No, he is concerned about you. Yeah. The Bible says he knows every hair on your head, every yeah. hair on your head, like the sands of the sea. He know every part of you, every detail of you because he created you. So, be bold, and in the sense of being bold, don't be like, yeah, God, do that. No, that ain't what we're talking about, being bold. Right. Being bold is like without fear, without scaring, just say, Lord, look, I messed up. Have mercy on me. You know what I mean? Come to him. Don't come to him yeah. like like he ain't going to hear you because he does hear yeah. you. He hear everything you say. He hear everything you think. He know what you're going to say before you say it, but you're supposed to say it. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, I think that's 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 key as far as boldness and access through faith to him, because um, he says, come to me. You are um, you who are um, um, heavy, heavy burden. Yeah. So like he's he he offers that to us. And these are the benefits of being in the body. And, you know, um, like we always say, um, exclusive access, you know what I mean? For members right. only when it comes to VIP. being able to do these things, because he's talking to. The saints, which are the mm -hmm. men and women of God who has accepted Christ. But guess what? If, even if you're not, he's still saying, come to me. You see what I mean? So that's the that's the beauty of his his mercy and grace, man. Fully agreed, man. So fear. Uh, this is faith. And this is the opposite of fear. So in the last Bible study, we was talking about fear, how fear can keep you bound. And now we're mm -hmm. talking about how faith can faith can help you be free. So that was the last one for faith. The next uh, subject we'll be going to. Is forgiveness. Now, in the last Bible study, we were talking about unforgiveness. I was talking about at the beginning how unforgiveness can be like an anchor on your feet, feet when you're trying to swim to the top of the ocean. You can't get up because you got unforgiveness hanging on you. Well, we're gonna tell you what tell you about forgiveness. And the scripture we'll be going to first is First John one nine. First John one and nine. As we hear there, brother. This is the big one right here, bro. This hinders a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There's John. One and nine. All right. Here we All go, right. brother. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous so that we will forgive. So he will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's right. Also, go ahead with number 10, too. This is parallel right. to this. 
I'm going to read them over then. Um, if Go we ahead. confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous so that he will forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all cleanse us of all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. So we have to confess our sins. And it don't mean confess your sins always to your brothers. Now, there's scriptures that say that, but a lot of times I'm talking about talk. I'm, I'm talking about to God, you know, because everything you can't confess to your brother. <laughs> don't yeah. do it. You know what I'm saying? Some of these deep, dark things, you need to go and talk to God about that and let him help you with that. Uh, number eight says, if we say we that we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. We have to remember that because a lot of times once people and believers start getting into the word, you get this thing that creeps around as you get more knowledge. And it's, it's, up, it's up under knowledge. Knowledge is good, but behind it sometimes it's pride. Right. Mm -hmm. You start thinking, you know, too much. Right. Be like, oh, I ain't seeing in five years. You was a lie. You just seeing right then. You lying. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. like, but you will get like that. So that's why the Bible is saying right here. If you if you say you ain't got no sin, you deceiving yourself. The truth ain't yeah. in you. We have to confess our sins. But daily we need to confess our sins all the time. And if then you would say, like in the word, uh, he is faithful and righteous so that he will forgive our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. This is the opposite of unforgiveness. Don't be in unforgiveness towards anything or anybody it is a very bad thing and very, very, uh, uh, not cussing here, damning to your growth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As a believer, you can't grow. You being held up or damned up, you know, like they, they dam up a well or dam up a river to stop the water from flowing. Unforgiveness stop the water from flowing in your life or the spirit from flowing in your mm. life as the water example. You know, the spirit is not flowing freely if you're in unforgiveness. You know, although you may see some trickles that get through. As you see a little as you see a dam, a little bit of water get through. But the full-fledged flow ain't happening without that uh unforgiveness or that dam being broken. And one way to do that is walking in forgiveness. Go ahead, bro. No, you can you can hit the message button on that and keep it going. <laughs> Now that analogy was crazy, man. Message. Yeah. Well, that was him, cause I I sure didn't think about that on my own. Right, right, right. No, as you go on to the next one, you find I'm just um just saying like that that's that's big, cause if the water's flowing, that means the, the gifts of the spirit can flow through you as a believer. So just remember that. Next, we're going to Matthew six, fourteen through fifteen. Matthew chapter six, fourteen through fifteen. All right. All right, go ahead, bro. For if you forgive other people for their offenses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive other people, then your father will not forgive your offenses. Once again, forgiveness is very, very, very important and paramount to you being free. We talked about this early in the other Bible study or the last Bible study on part one. But you can't hold on to unforgiveness with people being tied to people. That is it. it it's a problem. You know what I mean? And it's a problem because, like I said, it's like you swimming with an anchor on your foot. You ain't going too high. And a lot of times you're thinking that you're doing something to them by not forgiving them, but you're hurting yourself. It ain't got nothing to do, it ain't got nothing to do with them. Like I said earlier, it got everything to do with you. Everything yeah. to do with you for you being free. Go ahead, bro. I would say this. If you want to know if you're struggling with forgiveness, when that person's name is brought up mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. your reaction is a certain type of way, then you mm -hmm. haven't fully let that go. And that's something I had to find out. You know, I find out on a regular basis. I think I didn't got over a particular situation. Um, no need to go into it, but I think I've gotten over a particular situation um, in my professional life. And then the moment mm -hmm. um, something's mentioned or, you know, trigger is a big word. The moment something triggers and certain people are brought up, automatically I feel mm -hmm. a way about it. Mm -hmm. So that just goes to show I have to repent immediately. I'm not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I'm not condemned. I'm convicted. And I praise God that I'm convicted at this point. Cause that means I know I need to be fixing that thing. And um, yeah. it's not doing anything but hindering me. Cause those folks live in life and doing what they want to do while I'm still sitting over night. here. Yeah. I'm still sitting over here like, man, boy, boy, just give me 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you, you can't, you can't operate like that. That's when your not flesh takes the best of you. All right, man. Next, we'll be going to Ephesians, back to Ephesians 4, 31 through 32. Ephesians 4, 31 through 32. Mm. Got to have some turning, turning pages music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, bro. What we read, bro. 31 through 32. 31 through 32. <laughs> 
hey, check it out. All bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and slander must be removed from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ has also has forgiven you. Like, but, 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 but you don't know what they did to me. Yeah. But, but, but you don't yeah. know what they said to me. But, but, but you don't know how they looked at me. I know they be talking about me. Do you know I didn't get my raise because of this person? Or did you know, you know, that spoke, I was supposed to talk to my wife and I got stuck with this, 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 this something <laughs> or, right, or whatever right, it may right. be. People hold right. unforgiveness for all kind of stuff or, or, you know, or go make it more real, you know, or I was going to be starting on the basketball team, but now I'm not because of. Or, 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 you know, all these things become bitterness or become anger. It, it becomes is, wrath. It could become clamor. It becomes slander. We got to get all that stuff away from us as believers, man. Yeah. We're supposed to be different, set apart by the world. We should, I feel like as believers, and uh, I know it to be very true in my life, you should never have to tell nobody you're a Christian. They should know. They should know yep. by the way you act. They should know you by, like the Bible, like Jesus said, they know a tree by their fruit. They should know about a fruit, you know, because there's going to be some situations where, you want to operate in all these things that was mentioned right here. I believe Paul wrote this book. Bitterness, yeah. wrath, anger, clamor, slander, all them things, malice, all of them. You want to <laughs> you wanna yeah. operate in all them. And you're going to have great opportunities, great opportunities to flow in these things. But we got to remember what the Bible says. Be kind to one another, kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving each other, just as Christ forgiving you. Yeah, that is so paramount. I, yeah, that's big time, man. Um um, like Sis said, forgiveness is for you, not for the offender. But it, here's the here's the thing, and um, just in talking about this, see, um, I'm always kind and compassionate toward people. But that mm -hmm. bitterness, it went from anger to now it's bitterness. Yeah. But when I see um, certain people, not not just you know, in professional, but just period, I'm yeah. still compassionate, and I'm still I still try to love on. But that bitterness is there, and I have mm -hmm. to get rid of the bitterness mm -hmm. behind it. It went from anger. To bitter, mm -hmm. you dig what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and either way it go, you look at it. Hey, Lord, forgive me. I need you to remove this from me so that I can walk in love, because that is a commandment, not an option. So, so that I, I can know, be free. I think that I think this would be a Bible study in the future, but you know, a lot of times you get the bitterness from offense. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're not mm -hmm. supposed to be easily offended. And a lot of times we are, you know, because you'll yep. be looking for something wrong. You see the way they just did that. You just looking for offense and then offense set set root in your heart. Then you becomes you become bitter. But the whole source of the offense was false at the beginning. You dig what I'm saying? Yep. So you let yourself walk. Get. I'm not saying you rob, but I'm just saying you oh, let yourself it. get into the place of bitterness over something that never really was real. We got to watch from that. We got to watch that. We got to watch that. You know, a lot of times, too, you know, with, with people, you just don't like them. You don't even know why. You know, I just don't like them. You know, once again. And then it goes from I don't like them to you bitter about them. See, they did this and they did this. And it's a whole fake thing. It's a whole fear. False evidence appearing real. It's a whole fake thing that the enemy has orchestrated to cause you to get to the point where you're not kind to one another. You're not compassionate. Say that same person that you bitter with, they lose their mama or son. And you be like, mm. You know, you may say, yeah, I'm sorry for your loss. Give him a card and everything. But in your heart, yeah, good riddance. You know, yeah, and, a, yeah. and you'll get like that over some some real dumb stuff, some dumb stuff that you perceive or really the enemy per, uh, 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 brought up in your head and made it seem real when it's really ain't nothing. Go ahead, bro. Agree. Agree, bro. That's there it is. All right. Uh, my bad, bro, my, my yeah. thing got. My thing got stuck. All right. Uh, next we're going to, and it's funny, Rob said this just a second ago, being quick to repent. Yeah. And that's another ouch moment because a lot of us don't like that, especially when it comes to people. <laughs> because sometimes you repent to God, but sometimes you got to go repent to somebody in their face that you did did wrong. And God to tell you, no, nah, go tell them you sorry. You be like, man, I, ain't finna I told you I'm sorry. I'm going to tell them. Forget yeah. them. You know, God be like, go tell them. You know, you bite your lip till it's bleeding because you don't want to do that. But uh, sometimes the Lord will have you do it. All right, we're going to Acts 3, won't, won't 19. Though. Yeah, won't he will. <laughs> you don't like it. Oh, I don't like it. No, you don't. All right, uh, Acts 3 and 19. I'm getting it straight. There we go, brother. All right. Therefore, repent and return so that your sins may be wiped away in order that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. You know, sometimes that, you, uh, you you can be stopped. Stop 
stop there, right? Yeah, yeah, stop there, my okay. bad. You know, sometimes, too, I'm thinking about this part where it says where times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Sometimes you feeling dry because you ain't repentant. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not hearing God. You know, I feel like church is just so dry, you know, and pastor ain't preaching good. It's because you, you unrepentant. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't refreshed. You know, you out here stanky. <laughs> Lack of better words. You know what I'm saying? Repent. You got always repent, fam. Always repent because you've never in this place where it's like, oh, I'm safe. I ain't got to repent no more. No, nah, dog. Keep repenting yeah. till yeah. you meet Jesus. Then you ain't got to repent no more because you're looking at him. But go ahead, bro. Now, if you look at a lot of people in the Bible and some of the Bible studies we talked about, they didn't hear from God or they didn't get God's favor until they repented and fell in line to what he was talking about. So mm -hmm. you can run all you want to and you find yourself like Jonah, not in a, <laughs> a, a literal well, but in a spiritual right. well. And now you stuck because you didn't do what God was telling you to do in the first place. Be quick to repent. Quick to repent. All right. We're going to <laughs> I know I don't know how it came out like that. Second Chronicles 7 and 14, Second Chronicles 7 and 14. Go ahead, brother. And my people who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal, heal their land. So this is tied to a people group, but we could take it for ourselves as well. You know, we got to humble ourselves and repent. Repent means turn. That's the literal sense of repent is mean you turning or changing direction, basically. You know, not uh, 360, but 180 is what I've always say. You know, yeah. 180, not 360, because 360 will have you bound again. That's from one of Rob's songs. But listen, like, to repent, it means you turning away from what you're doing. It's very important, man. It's very important. You know, and uh, sometimes if you need healing, you need to repent. You turn yeah. from your wicked ways, you know. Yeah. For real. Man. These are the things that we don't want to hear sometimes as saints because we get the what about them or mm -hmm. I'm good. Mm -hmm. The moment you say you're good, then you need to always be. When you talked about the full armor of God, you know, um, as far as the helmet of salvation and having it on your mind, that's, you know, it says renew your mind daily. Meditate on his word day and night. So it's very important that we do that. So just, yeah. Next, we'll be going to Luke 17, 1 through 4. The book of Luke, Dr. Luke, 17, 1 through 4. All right. Here we go, brother. Now he said to his disciples, it is it is inevitable that. Um, can you? No, no, no. I, I got that. It's 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 the way it glitched over here. Don't worry about my computer oh. doing something real stupid. Um, that, thank you, sir. There it is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, now okay. he said to his disciples, it is inevitable that stumbling blocks come. But woe to the one whom through whom they come. It is better for him if a millstone is hung around his neck and he is thrown into the sea than that he may cause one of these little ones to sin. Be on your guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he and if he sins against you seven times a day and returns you to you seven times saying, I repent, you shall forgive him. Now, that is the hard thing. That Boy. is the hard thing, the seven times, you know, and Jesus said in other other books, 70 times seven. You know, how many times you forgive, forgive them, 70 times seven. Other words, the numbers don't matter, matter all the time. You keep on forgiving them, you know. And then, you know, we was talking about earlier, like you have an anchor on your neck or whatever. It kind of goes to this scripture. If you hung a millstone around your neck and he's thrown it to the sea, that he may cause these little ones to sin. It's also very important uh, when, uh to not cause other people to stumble, right? Like if you know yeah. you're struggling with something, a personal thing, right? Like you may personally uh, smoke. I'm not judging you for smoking. I'm just saying. If you know you personally smoke and you know somebody you with do not enjoy nicotine, don't fire up in front of them. You know what I'm saying? God may be working on you, giving you some time to get that together and get it straight. And don't you be all indignant like, nah, man, I'm smoking, smoking for Jesus or whatever. You know, don't be all indignant about that. You know, I'm not saying what's right or wrong, but if the other people are not to that point, don't do that in front of them. Because you don't want to have this meeting make other people stumble, you know, because they may be weak, you know. Not saying yeah. you strong because you can smoke neither. I ain't flexing on that neither, but you get what I'm saying. Go ahead, bro. No, you got a point. I mean, if if um, certain things happen, if somebody's a recovering alcoholic or um, right. or somebody just, you know, be like, man, I've been I've been delivered from porn for, for three months. 
And right. then you put on a movie, they got a bunch of sex scenes. Why would you right. why would you why do would you your do brother or your sister like that? Because it can trigger it can trigger that person to to um to it becomes a stumbling block. So mm-hmm. now this person watching this movie and you like, man, yeah, the movie good. And the only thing in their mind is I can't wait to get home to, right. to check out the, the next clip. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right, you have right, to right. you have to really, really you have to really, really um um, be careful of that. And then the other thing, something that C and I do all the time, if you say I rebuke your brother, and that don't mean mm-hmm. I rebuke you, Satan. That ain't what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'll throw it's oil like, my brother here. Yeah, yeah. He, he, <laughs> it's shiny by itself, bro. But <laughs> get right. But <laughs> what if if I come to C or he come to me like, hey, hey, man, hey, you tripping, bro? You need to fix that. That's an yeah. open rebuke, and the Bible talks about that. Open rebuke is better than um, um, hidden hidden secret love, or yeah, I'm mm-hmm. paraphrasing. Something like that. But um, but my point is, if your brother sin rebuke him, that's accountability. And a lot of times in today's society, we don't want any accountability, and we're getting further and further away from what the Lord is saying to do, what the Bible mm-hmm. is saying. This is red letters. This is Jesus talking. Yes, so sir. if C rebukes me because I did something wrong, will hold me accountable. And then, hey, hey, bro, I repented. I was tripping. You know what I'm saying? And, hey, yeah. I love you. Yeah. I love you, bro. Keep keep doing what you're doing. That's the encouragement. I'm forgiving. No yeah. grudges. You move forward. Yeah. So that was the last part of being uh, on the part of being quick to repent. All these things are to help you, uh, that help you, things that help you be free. We talked about things that are helping you, uh, things that will keep you bound. And now we're talking about things that help you be free. And the opposite of uh, living in sin is being quick to repent. That'll keep yeah. you out of sin is being quick to repent because listen, you're gonna mess up, you're gonna make mistakes, but be quick. Don't wait. Don't don't drag it out. You know what I'm saying? Don't think about it for 800 hours, man. It's not, look, man, go and repent. Get it straight with the Lord and keep it moving. You know, a lot of times uh, that condemnation thing, condemnation thing that we talked about earlier, drags us down where we cannot function fully for Jesus, right? Because the enemy would do that. You know, he'll weigh on you. You know you did this yesterday. You may have to go somewhere. Uh, you may be at a at a mall, and the Lord may give you a word to tell somebody. Rob works in that a lot. God, God will give my brother a word, and he'll say, say something. And when the Lord give you the word, the devil will say, you know what you did yesterday. You know what I'm saying? You know what you did like 30 minutes ago. And, and then sometimes the devil will punk you out of doing what God told you to do. Because you'd be like, well, you know what? You'll start rationalizing it. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't do that yesterday. I'm not worthy to say that. But if God told you to do it, he know what you did yesterday too. You know what I'm saying? He told you do it. Do it. Just do yeah. it. You know what I mean? It ain't about, especially when you repent it, it ain't about what you did yesterday. Yesterday supposed to be in a sea of forgiveness. Today is a new day. You know what I'm saying? Just be obedient to what the Lord is saying for you to do. And let them use you. You know what I mean? Go ahead, bro. Nah, you, you're on point, bro. I ain't. <laughs> okay. The last <laughs> one we'll be going to, the, la- the last subject we have for this series is worship. This is another way, the thing to help you be free. We're going to one scripture, and this one thing will help you to be free. Acts 16 and 25. Acts 16 and 25. Go ahead, brother. Now about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of, of praise to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Keep going. You want me to go keep going? And suddenly yeah, there was probably a, go by like twenty eight or something like that. Probably. Okay, and you done scrolling. Started bro. over because I was moving. <laughs> bad, That's me. That's on me. My bad, bro. Now about, <laughs> now about midnight, Paul and Silas was praying and singing hymns um, of praise to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all of the doors were open and everyone's chains were unfastened. Then the jailer awoke and saw the prison doors open. He drew his sword and was about to kill himself thinking that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul called out with a loud voice saying, do not harm yourself. We are all here. Keep going. All the way to 30, brother. And the jailer asked for lights and the jailer asked for lights and rushed in and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. And after he brought them out, he said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? OK, there's a whole lot of uh, allegories to this right here, this whole situation that happened. Mm-hmm. But literally in a literal sense, they sang praises and worship God. 
and the gates were open to the jail they was at. And when they were freed, everybody was freed because they uh, gave the sacrifice of worship to God at midnight. It's really, you know, you hear you hear a lot of preachers say that, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. You know what I'm saying? But literally, at midnight they did that. That's why he asked. That's why the jailer asked for lights because it was dark mm-hmm. at the time, right? But here's the great thing about that. After this jailer, after this guy, or we'll say the uh, the guard or the guard intended, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my wife, who said something about VIP? She's silly. <laughs> anyway, after the guard heard heard or saw that these people were free, then he said, what must I do to be saved? So that worship, that obedience of worship, literally freed people. Now, for you personally, how you could bring this to yourself, when you're bound, like for me, uh, if, if you watch these Bible studies, you listen to me a lot. One of the main things I listen to is worship music. Now, I'm a rapper, and I like rap music, but a lot of times I listen to worship music. One day my wife's like, mm, I see why you listen to worship music. Because I, and she, I mean, she, she, she looked at me and she said, I see why you always listen to worship music. And she said, you always want to keep your mind stayed on Jesus. And that's what I do. Because I think about I had a hard day. Right. And I'm dealing with these things like Rob said, I'm dealing with a with a goofy employee. I'm dealing with an aggravating boss. I'm dealing with whoever it may be, a bad customer. And my mind going to want to circulate on that all day. So if I get in that car and I turn on some worship music and I start singing worship to God, I'm free from that because I'm not thinking about what happened no more. Now I'm thinking about him. You know what I'm saying? That, now my mind goes to him. And then he started working on those things in me that may, messed up. And I'm look up, man, I'm. What was wrong with me? Man, what was I mad about? You know what I mean? It'll be gone. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? So it's a good thing. One one of the last things to help you be free is worship. Worship God, right? And sometimes you don't feel like it. Maybe you angry and you cussing. You literally cussing. You know what I'm saying? Smoke is literally coming out your nose. You was upset. Try it. Worship yeah. God. Take your time. Get quiet and worship yep. him. See what happened. Go ahead, bro. I think that's because when you do that, it's a sacrifice. You're crucifying mm-hmm. your flesh and mm-hmm. you're humbling yourself at the same time. Mm-hmm. And literally, sometimes it's a spiritual war in that moment. But yes, um, like you said, the chains can be broken off. And yeah, that's that's powerful right there, man. And then like the greatest thing, too, if you are a worshiper, you know what happens when you worship? Somebody going to see you sometimes. Now, you may not be worshiping for somebody to see you, but mm-hmm. if you're a worshiper, they gonna see you like I be in the office. I put a TV in in, in, my, in my job where everybody can see it. And sometimes I be in there working, and I don't think nobody there. I had this worship on. It'd be loud. Somebody walk in, and they'll walk in like tiptoeing, like, "Hey, hey, Chris, want to do this?" Like they they come in like, "Okay, this is a holy place." Now these yeah. folks ain't even saved, but they see, okay, this is a different atmosphere that's going on because they may come in. and My hands is in the air. <laughs> I forgot about work. I forgot about what's going on. I forgot about if you, if you, uh, Rob know my job. I forgot about this pre-kit, these chips. I ain't studied none of it. It's, it's got my hands up. And, hey, hey, Chris, uh, I just wanted to tell you that. Okay, man. All right. It's like they know, right? They know. And it has a positive effect on people. Now, when that happened, I wasn't doing that for somebody to see it. I, I, I right. didn't care about nobody seeing it. I just, look. I'm there by myself. I'm working. You know what? Instead of me listening to this podcast on mumbo jumbo, instead of me listening about uh, uh, Giannis and whoever did something in basketball, although I love it, I'm going to take this time and have this sacrifice of praise. And look, I end up free. You feel what I'm saying? But the part where it says, sirs, what, what must I do to be saved? When that person saw the move of God because of what they did, that sacrifice of worship, it's like, no, nah, I want to be saved. These things can happen to you. Now, listen, you may not get literally broke out of jail, but you may get out to broken out to jail of hell. You feel what I'm saying? You might get broken yeah. out of jail of depression. You know, depression is a real thing. I'm not going to look is. over it like, you know, just because you say you can't deal with depression. Yes, you can. You know, yeah, you, can. you can get broke out of the jail of despair. You know what I'm saying? You broke it, broken out of jail of grief. Worship is a great thing and tool to get you free. Exercise in it for real, man. Walk in it. Go ahead, bro. No, just it's like you said, man. Sometimes you just gotta worship even when you don't feel like it, and it can it can break chains off. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes you just you just gotta do it in your car, you know, like yeah. whatever. I think some people think it has to be a formality, and it doesn't. No, you you don't have to. It doesn't have to be theatrics where no. you yelling at the top of your lungs. You can worship. No. At my job, I can't do what she doing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I I have been at my desk where I'm worshiping 
under my breath, if you will. It's not, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And nobody will ever know. Or well, I'm praying because of that. So right. that's um that's real big. Um, I, like, oh, my bad. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. No, just, I'm just saying, so like that despair and all of that stuff, like turn off the news. That'll keep you in bondage. If you watching the news before you <gasps> go to sleep, don't do mm-hmm. that. Don't do that. Turn, turn, turn off the news and, and, and add prayer. If both of them are putting you to sleep, at least pray and worship and, and fall yeah. asleep and worship as yeah. opposed to falling falling asleep on how many people got killed or all the bad things is going on. When you wake up in the morning, let that be your first sacrifice of praise. Lord, thank you for waking me up this morning and let that start your day off. And then throughout the day, you know, we get busy and sometimes we get so busy we forget. It shouldn't be that like that, but it's the truth. No, it is. Start true. your morning and your night throughout the day repent and and so that you can be free because we're meant to be free as cs so eloquently put it in this bible study yes you are meant to be free that's why we did this bible study and i just want to remind people that freedom is attainable whatever mm-hmm. you feel like you're bound with whatever addiction whatever stress whatever vice whatever little thing whatever's getting on your nerves you are meant to be free in other words jesus wouldn't have died and endured what he do endured if he didn't mean for you to be free you know what I mean? He could have just been like, you know what? They all right. They straight. <laughs> I mean, when he said, uh, when when he, when he asked God, there's any other way, uh, let that cup pass me, but not my will, your will be done. He could have been like, is there any other way? Because I ain't going to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. That show, you know, he chose that he chose to go to that cross for me and you and Rob and everybody who's watching this video, whoever whoever's listening to this right now, Jesus willfully went to the cross for you, for your sakes, for you to be free, right? But not just for you to go to heaven, not just for you to go to heaven, for you to live a free and a fulfilled life. Trials will come, stresses will come, uh uh depression may come. All these things may come. But they can go to some of the ways we talked about with uh-huh. forgiveness. Uh, let me pull up, pull up some of this. You know, let me just try to go off my head. These things can go away by walking in worship, accepting Jesus as the Lord and Savior. These things can go away by exercising your faith. These things can go away by walking in forgiveness and getting out of unforgiveness and being quick to repent. These things can go away. You know what I'm saying? Jesus died so you can have access to this stuff. These things, these benefits, like an iPhone. You get a new iPhone, you get a new Samsung Galaxy. You get the phone, the phone by itself is nice, but the things that make it flex and make it work good is them apps. Them apps. Your camera really is an app. If you got a dope camera, that app is, you know, uh, above par. That's the word I was trying to say. You know what I'm saying? That app is dope. And you got all these benefits. It's just like, a, it's just like that phone. That's what we get with Jesus. When you come into Jesus, get to live with him, you get all these benefits. That's why I say, uh, bless the Lord all my soul and forget not his benefits. Never forget these things he's done for you and these things that's been uh, uh, obtained for you to access so you can be free. A lot of times, when we get and people get in a rut of depression, they get to forgetting about this. You know, they don't forget it. They feel like, well, I can't be free. They start saying that I can't be free. This is just who mm-hmm. I am now. And then, you know, what the enemy, what 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 the enemy has convinced you to do is lose your will to fight, mm-hmm. right? Like there's some clinical depression that some people gonna deal with. They need some medicine and they keep doing it. Then it's some willful depression. And what I mean by willful depression, somebody hurt you, and you had have not had the aptitude to let it go. And then you start shaping it, like wearing it, like, okay, this is me. And no, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. I don't know why I'm sticking on depression, but let it go. Listen, it's not a sin to be depressed, but you're going to not have as much freedom being depressed. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Jesus died so you can be free from that. Even the people that had the clinical stuff, you should believe Christ died for me to be free from that. I know it's clinical. And I know what the doctor said. I know the doctor said I'm uh, manic bipolar or whatever it may be, schizophrenic. Uh, I know what these names say, but everything that has a name must bow to the name of Jesus, including those things, right? And if you, you got to fix your posture as a believer towards those things, right? You got to fix your posture from I'm accepting this, right? You got to fix your posture where the doctor said I'm this, I'm this. You know what I'm saying? Just like... Uh, my environment said I'm broke. I'm broke. I'm just gonna be broke. Everybody in my neighborhood broke, and they go to jail. Everybody this this. Okay, until that one person said, "Well, I ain't gonna be that." 
The one right. person in the hood decide, I'm not going to be that. I may not move up out of here, but my mind is out of here. My mind in Beverly Hills. <laughs> and then they start operating differently. And all of a sudden, they transfer to their kids. And all of a sudden, you see these free people. Because they chose, they made this decision, this righteous, mm -hmm. they had this righteous indignation to change their situation. So even if you're dealing with clinical depression and those things, one, I'm not telling you that it's sin. Two, I'm not telling you just, you're wrong and you just done for No, I'm not saying none of that. But what I am saying is that God wants you free. God wants you free. Jesus died so you can be free. And you may not be free tomorrow. You may not be free the next day. But keep on standing on that thing. Because I've said this a many times, and I believe this with all my heart. I'd rather live in faith than die in fear. I'd rather live in faith. So if I'm believing God for something to the day that I die, well, Lord, I went out believing. Mm -hmm. well, I know he believed in me. <laughs> I know he was believing for it. You know, I'd rather go out doing that than just saying I'm just defeating what is just who I am, and, you know, I'm going to walk in a circle till I dig in the ground. I'm just using that for example. But, right, right. Anyway, go ahead, bro, before I do this. Uh, for a no, recap. no, keep, 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 keep it going, bro. Keep recapping. All right, so what, what we went through here, this, like I said, this was called you, meant, you Were Meant to Be Free. We went through the Oxford de definition. If you're watching, you could just see it here. Costing nothing, not, not under the control of, in the, not under the control or in the power of somebody else, able to do what you want, not a prisoner or a slave. Oxford de definition is like the Webster definition. They're kind of akin, just a different mm -hmm. book. You know what I mean? Then we went to the biblical definition, the ability of a person or group to be and to do what they want instead of being controlled by another. That's what the biblical definition says. We're not supposed to be controlled by anything other than the spirit of God. And the spirit of God is not going to overly control you, you know. Right. But you're supposed to be led by the spirit, not controlled by the spirit. All right. Then we went through uh, basically three things that keeps you from being free. And the subjects were fear, unforgiveness. And living in sin, we went through Deuteronomy, Psalms, Mark 11. Uh, then we went through Matthew, Romans, Corinthians, Hebrews, John, all those books of the Bible. Uh, and then we went through tonight. This was the second part of the Bible study. Things that, that help you be free. Number one and primary and the greatest thing that ever helped you be free is Jesus himself. Him crucified, and you accepted him in your life. You want to be free? Accept Jesus. That's the first start you're going to have. Then operating in faith instead of fear. Operating in forgiveness instead of unforgiveness. Being quick to repent instead of living in sin. And the last thing, worshiping. As we talked about in the example of Paul, how they worship, and they were literally broken free from the jail by angels opening up the gates. And all of a sudden, it was so miraculous that the jailer that thought he was going to kill himself changed his mind and said, hey, man, what I need to do to be saved? <laughs> right, I ain't gonna. Right. I want to live. I want to live how y'all living because I need that God over there. <laughs> right, right. Instead of what I'm dealing with, whoever this dude I'm working for, I'm gonna mess with that God. But with that being said, man, we are so uh, grateful and honored for anyone that watched this, man. The uh, comments were a little weird today. I don't know what happened, but hey, man, we rolled with it. For anybody that saw this, man, I thank God that you even take time to watch me or my brother. You know. Uh, we're not uh, arrogant about this thing. We're not arrogant about the gift that God has given us. We know it's a gift. We know it's through studying. It's not because we don't sound good because we study or we don't sound uh, legible or uh, where, where you can hear it and understand us because we study a lot. We sound like that because the Holy Spirit and because God's grace on me and him and also anyone who's watching, he can do the same for you. But. As we were saying here, one of the main things that you need to be free, because this Bible study is on you're meant to be free. The one way you are meant to be free and the one way you can be free through everything that you're dealing with is through the blood of Jesus. And by accepting Jesus Christ as your, as your Lord and Savior, if you, if you have not done that, you can do it right now by doing this. Say, Father, I come to you in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. I believe that your son died on a cross and rose for me that third day. I believe that he rose to set me free, to give me freedom and give me liberty. I believe I believe that I was one of those captives that was set free the day that you rose up. Lord, I believe in you and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I confess you as the Lord Jesus. I, I ask you to come into my heart and make me new. Simply, if you said that, Jesus will come into your heart. Here's the next thing you need to do. One, get you a Bible. Number two, go find the church. And don't. Go to church and be like, well, this church don't fit me right. This church ain't perfect. No, get somewhere where you see the word of God, where you hear the word of God being preached, and learn of him. Learn of him. Don't get out. And number three, don't start your ministry today. Go to church. 
Please hey, go to church. Now, God will use you. Trust me. But go to church where you can learn a God and understand how ministry works and things like that. I'm not saying that the, the pastor got to show you everything. I'm not saying that. But you got to at least get off Similac milk. <laughs> yeah. Biblical Similac milk and actually learn of him a little bit before you try to get out there and get in these streets for Jesus without, you know, uh, understanding what you're going, understanding what you're doing for him. But, uh, man, um, once again, man, I'm just grateful for, for anybody that watched this, anybody that heard this. We thank you so much. Uh, we do not take it take it lightly, like I said not earlier. At all. Go ahead, bro, if you got anything no. before we get out of no, here. No, no, excellent Bible study, brother. Um, definitely, y'all be encouraged. And more than that, start walking in your freedom. Yeah, man. You know what yeah, I mean? Man. You're meant to be free. Seriously, you're meant to be free. All these things, these chains that people put over you that you're going to be whatever. And it ain't about money. I'm just saying things say people say about you. You're broke. Or, you know, you ain't going to never be nothing. You're you going to be a, a, a whoremonger like your daddy was. You just like this. No, you could be whatever God called you to be. Amen. You can be that. You can be that, and it can start today. Number one, accept him as your Lord and Savior. Number two, start believing. Start walking in it. Start saying, no, I'm something better than what anybody said about me. I'm greater than that. I'm more than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, man. Look, tomorrow night we'll be back with a, uh, another uh, – man, what, what kind of show we do tomorrow, brother? Sports. <laughs> brother, I'm in Pluto right now. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll be back with a sports <laughs> show tomorrow, man. And on, on Thursday we'll be back with our music and face show, man. But once again, man, I'm C. Micah. Robert Dean. We out, man. Thank you all for watching again.